welcome to the chat. That's right, the Chucklehead Chat, a podcast hosted by me, Chief of the Chuckleheads. New topic each week with a great new guest host. Sit back, enjoy the show, be entertained, be educated, laugh, cry, hate it, love it, or fall asleep to it. It's okay because it serves a purpose. Welcome to the show. Happy Friday, one and all, and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, or I don't know, maybe your your least favorite podcast. Jay, you're back, baby. I'm my back, my, baby. my friend, man. I've missed you so much. I miss you too. Man, it's been a long time. You are actually the you're actually the creator of you designed the logo of the podcast. So that's that's pretty exciting. I mean, it's I emailed you one day, it said, Hey, this is kind of what I want it to look like. This is what I have envisioned in my head and you were email me back instantly and I'm like all right the the rest is definitely history so I appreciate that man yeah, well you put in the work to make this such a great and well accepted podcast well I mean I don't know about great but I mean it's getting some crazy downloads and listens like and that's my phone ringing uh, I'm just let it go I'm sorry I don't, I no it's not I'm gonna turn my Turn my phone off, yeah. It was, mine's more like, I don't want to, I mean, I'm sure thank you for being a friend. Is, I'm going to turn my phone off. I was just going to stop and, like, start this over again, but we're not going to. This is called Chucklehead Chat for a reason. I mean, it's, it's a good I'm not, I'm not going to, like, take away from your street cred because my phone went off during the podcast, am I? I don't think so. Good. I don't, I don't know if I have any street cred. Dude, you have a ton of street cred, man. Do I? I think you do. I think you have a lot of street cred. We so the last time you were on, you talked. We talked about the YouTube, and that's actually I think I looked the other day. That's the number. I have fifty four episodes out there, I think, and that's number three downloaded. Nice. That's amazing. And so I think about that conversation a lot. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. It was definitely a lot of fun. So it's really, it was pretty fun. And so I we've been trying to. That's the only podcast we've done together, right? Yeah. We've been trying to get together for a little bit, but you um, are doing your thing. You you got your new job now and back and forth, and I've been busy doing my thing. And we, you know, just kind of got together. And so I texted the other day, and, well, actually, we were talking about different um, – we are talking about different things we could chat about, and I was like, what do you want to talk about? And you like, you kind of text me back, like, well, I know a lot about career change. And I'm like, well, let's talk about career change. And then we were talking about, can we fill, like, 30 minutes of talking about career changes? And I think we can. I almost feel like career change in general is too broad. Well, but we can, like, narrow it down to our career change, different career changes that we've had, and maybe, like, I don't know, we can talk about why people have career changes. Yeah. We can see where the conversation goes. Yeah, because this... And how to make a career change. Yeah, this is one of those things of we don't, we don't have... We don't have anything that's, like, really scripted or laid out or anything. So I... This is just see where the conversation kind of flows. So we're going to... We're just going to go, go, with, go with that. So, Jay, you currently, you don't have to say, like, where you work, but you work for a pretty large company. I and I don't, I, I probably don't want to throw out the name of it. I don't think that's because I don't say where I work. Everyone just knows I work for a, a private school. And you have actually, so with my career, I've been in education for 17 years now. I was, before I worked at this particular, this particular school, I am 
in the athletic department, kind of just a general grunt, which, you know, that's okay. It still gets the job done and pays the bills and all that fun stuff. And I used to teach math at the other school I was at, also worked in athletics as well. Um, worked for, they had a very, not, they didn't have a lot of resources. So they didn't pay us a lot. So I'd supplement my income when my wife was in nursing school. And I used to deliver newspapers to do that. So I used to, okay. used to chuck, chuck the newspapers around. And so I've done a different things. But before that, I had a pretty successful career in sales. And so I was, I worked for a sign supply distributor and sold any, I mean, back then the, the industry's changed a lot since I left it. But back then we were still selling neon tubing, LED lighting, a lot of um, vinyl to make signs, substrates like boards and metals and stuff. So I worked in St. Louis for a little bit, then I moved up to Wisconsin. And I, when I was in Wisconsin, we had our son who can't believe he's going to be um, 20 years old at the end of the month, but he was like two or three at the time. And then we were, got pregnant with my daughter and she is now 17. And my wife was like, Hey, um, I think I want to move back to St. Louis. And I did not want to move back to St. Louis, man. I loved my job. I loved everything about what we were doing. And we were sitting there and I just said, all right. I said, I'll try. I said, we're not moving back till I find another job. And she goes, okay, cool. That's great. And so like, I had no intention on looking, I wasn't looking for a job. I had no intention on anything. And literally like three weeks later, my phone rings and it's a pastor friend of mine who was also, um, my wife's youth pastor when she was younger. He was our teacher at a Christian school, assistant pastor at one of the churches that we went to. And he goes, actually, and he was the full-time pastor. He started a church right whenever we, we decided to move. But he called me up. He said, hey, man, he goes, um, starting a Christian school, and we have about 150 kids that are committed to come. Are you?" He goes, I'd really like for you to come down and help us with this. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm in, man. I'm like, this has to be, I'm like, this has to be God because I'm just like, I was not looking for a job. I did not want to move, but the phone literally rang. And so that, that's how I got my start in Christian education. I told them I have to, uh, you know, get through the baby being born. So I want to be able to start in the fall. And so he's like, just get down here if you can. He goes, we'll hold a position for you. We'll get subs in and out of here. And so I went down there and the rest is history. And now I'm Three schools later, after being in Christian education, and it's it's been fun. It's been really, and I've done a lot of different, of course, done little side hustles. But what, what have you like? Pri what's primarily been your your career? So I'm curious, if you're going from a successful career in sales to a teaching job at a private school, <sighs> what kinds of things did you have to think about before you made that decision? I think. But it sounds like it may have been for you. Yeah. Well, I'm a Christian, so when I think about this type of stuff, I really believe, and some people can believe it or not or however, I really feel that God puts us in places for a reason. And so I felt at the time God put us in Wisconsin for a season because we were, my wife and I were struggling with our marriage before we went up there, and we saw a complete shift in our marriage and things that we— I always tell people, and my wife and I, we've talked about this before, like in different small groups and things that are, we've married for 22 years. Our struggle, a lot of people struggle with their marriages on their back end of their marriage. Ours was on the front for the first five years. Our marriage was pretty tough. And so we, um, I really felt like 
because I got the job in Wisconsin really out of the blue too. So then I went up there, worked very well, very successful, made the most money I ever made in my life. And then, you know, to your point of you're successful and I just really felt that I had no one, I had zero intentions on moving. I did not even try to look for a job and out of nowhere, I just felt that was, I felt this is, I honestly, at that point felt that was a, a sign from the Lord. And, you know, there are times where I feel that I have, um, like, I admit, like, I mean, did I make a mistake? Should I have ever moved down there right now? I could, I mean, the company's still there, still growing. It was a nationwide company. I could have maybe, like, gone up the corporate ladder or whatever or done, or done different things, but it just really, but I didn't. But, you know, I feel like the Lord's been good to me, and I've still, I had to work hard. I mean, I had to work multiple jobs for a long time. I had to yeah. do lots of side hustles, so I came down here. Um, there was times the school struggled where they couldn't pay us for a couple weeks, and yeah. that was no fun. I got my paycheck on a Friday, and they're like, your boss is like, hey, can you uh, wait till like next Tuesday to, to cash that? And I'm like, uh, sure, I guess I don't have a choice. So that was really, I don't regret it, but there's sometimes like, question it if that makes sense it's like man what would be different if but it's I see how my kids were raised and how they're they've grown up and um I don't yeah I guess I I don't regret it but sometimes I I do question it and so I you know there was uh we had I was a part of that church and school we had a a pretty I was there for three years and then had a, a split and then very very you know what that's what happens when Christians get upset with each other. Things get ugly really, really, yeah. really, 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 really quick. And that got very ugly. And I left and went to a, another Christian school and kind of jumped into the same thing. And then saw that I was there for four. Uh, no, I was for the, at the first year for four, first school for four years, at the second school for three. And I saw the writing on the wall, just very small school. Um, the, there's new leadership. The the new the path, there was a church that sponsored the school and. The new pastor, who was the the son of the founders of the school, he did not have a vision for Christian education, which is okay. But I saw the writing on the wall, and I was like, yeah, I need to shift gears here. So I found a job at a much bigger Christian school, and um, I, I do call this the promised land. So it's just going from every time I bring people here, and they've, we're, they're just amazed at the, the blessing we have with the facilities and just the different yeah. things. Um, and I've been here for 10 years now. I, I can't believe it. Uh, it's, yeah. This is my 10th school year. I always, I just actually told a parent yesterday that I normally wear out my welcome after three or four years, and I'm surprised I'm still here. So right now I'm just, I'm playing on house money. So yeah. the day I get fired, I'll be like, I get it, man. It, it, it's all good. So Jay, tell me about some of the, the jobs that, that you have. Like right now, what is your, don't, like, what do you, what is your, what do you do? But don't tell me like clearly who you work for. My dad always said growing up that I could be anything I wanted. And I always thought that was harmful because I wanted to be a basketball player. But I'm coming in like 150 pounds, 5'6". I didn't really have it to me get in the NBA. But I got a little bit older and I realized that it did actually help me because I haven't had two jobs in the same career field. And while that has its cons as well, like I don't have years of experience in any one particular job, but I've had a lot of jobs, and I've learned a ton of stuff about a lot of different parts of life and living. 
So I taught guitar lessons for a while. I have a music degree, which I wish I didn't have a music degree. Well, now. Well, okay, so why? What made you decide to go get a music degree? I love music. But what were you gonna pursue? Were you like gonna go teach music, like be a music teacher, or were you gonna go and no. try to be like Jay Yusuf and the? Oh, sorry, do you mean to use your last name? I think I've used it before. I'll cut it out. It's fine. Are you gonna be like Jay and the the Wildman Band, or what was your what was your so. plan? I think I was gonna work at a church and do music, like be a worship leader. Yeah. Or be a pastor who can play music too, something like that. And so I I got the music degree. I didn't really have any long-term like career vision besides playing music at a church. So I played, um, I taught guitar lessons and vocal lessons and some piano lessons, and and then I worked at a gym for a couple of years, and that was a blast. I loved doing that. Yeah, you actually trained one of my friends, and he's okay. yeah, and to, yeah, right, yeah. He and he he's a big fan of you, by the way. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. so he thought you were, it was. Uh, so he got a gift certificate from one of his friends. Oh yeah. And you trained him for a little bit. So it wasn't. A, I don't think it was a very long time. But he, you get you went through. So he he appreciated what you did for him. Great. I had a great time. So I would work. I don't know long days, eight, ten, twelve hour days. But then I would have breaks in between where I could like work out. So I worked out twice a day. I ate like four thousand calories every day, and I just had a great time. And I love teaching, and I love seeing people grow. So it was like a really good fit for me. But they changed some things about how they were running the business, and it was gold, so they had all their corporate stuff going on, and I was like, I kind of I had it, and I don't want to learn a new system. And my father-in-law at the time knew someone who worked at the same school that you work at, and put in a good word for me, and said it was in, it's kind of like in technology, audiovisual, and I had never done anything like that, except I knew how to run a soundboard for my music degree, but I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And it was really hard for a couple of years, like two years of like every day, just have no idea what I'm doing, I have none of these skills, no background. A lot of these kids, when I first started, were way better than me, and so I learned from a lot of the students. Yeah. And that was really helpful. But I did that for a couple of years, and now I'm a software engineer. I did a two-year, uh, I did a six-month boot camp at um, a school in town, and I started. Um, well, I guess before I before I switched to software engineer, I was a video production manager. But those are skills that I picked up working at the school. Yeah. And I was able to go and do that in a in a business setting, and that was a lot of fun as well. But the workplace was a little bit toxic. It was like toxic masculinity. And so I didn't last more than a year. I think it was like a year and a week. Is that, is that company still going? No, that company is not still going. Well, it kind of worked out for you then, huh? Because yeah. I was, we're not going to name who, but that was like a startup, right? Uh, it was around for about five years. Oh. Yeah, I'd say it's still in startup territory. But it had so much potential. I loved what they stood for, but the way that they ran the company and the the toxic aspects of it were not working for me. But it was a lot of like take personal responsibility and work towards being a, a better person, which I thought was all great. And I learned a lot as well. Helped me a lot in life in, in a lot of different ways. So when we, when we talk about careers, I'm at the point where I'm 
I'm probably because I, I always tell how old I'm. I'm 42. I've been doing this. I've been doing the education thing for almost 20 years now. This is year 17 total. And I, I am thinking more and more of like, what does the future look like? Yeah. Like, what do I want to? I'm not this. I mean, I'm not dissatisfied in my job. I, you know, in my I work a lot, lot of you know, long hours. So I'm not, I'm not 22 anymore. So I mean, those sometimes those 13 hour days, like whoa. But I start thinking in my head, like, all right, what do what's it gonna take, like for the win? Like when is it? When I'm going to decide to move on? Is it, I don't know, next year? Is it five years? Ten years? Two years? I, I don't know. So what do you think, fundamentally? I know everyone has different scenarios, but for you, like what is typically, because you talked about you haven't held, you say you haven't had more than like two jobs in the same field. Yeah. How long have you been working for? Um, I guess you could say close to 15 years. Yeah, 15 years. So for you, like what, what motivates you or what is like part of your deciding factor of, hey, I think it's time to move on? Because I think that ha- I think that's where a lot of people get like stuck in their ruts, like when they're they're either afraid to move on or they're afraid to do something different. Mm-hmm. Well, I think going back to what my dad said growing up, you can be anything you want to be, helped me because I don't have any inclination that I can't do something new or right. totally random. Like oh, whatever I can do that too. Like I can just pick up those skills. And a good organization and a good leader is going to hire people who are good to work with and then teach them the skills. Because you can teach skills a lot faster than you can teach being a cool person or someone who's responsible and shows up on time and gets the basic bare minimum done. Like, I, you may not know this, or the listener may not know this, but there are lots and lots of people who just don't show up to work. Absolutely. Or don't do the bare minimum. And that's, like, no one wants to work with those kinds of people. No, and then we're at a point in our in the world where there's so such a worker shortage that it causes people can't they can't get fired that's to, unless there's something super egregious so it's like it's like what are you going to do then we can do to those people and so that makes and i think the majority of people know that it's like well you need me more than i need you so i'm going to be a jack wagon and clown around and do what i do what i need to do and so it just i and i think to to your point of like you know i'm i admire that that you just you like cool with like doing something different and just like you know my my wife always tells me like you're just you're just so loyal to every employer you are and I'm just she's a nurse and she's like I'm just loyal to my field like if I'm not have I'll just go work somewhere else and she's like you just so I do think that's cool that you and I also think like you hopped into something that you never done before and so it's like you decided to and with the a lot of people don't agree with me, but this is why we live in one of the best countries in the world. You can, if you want to be something, you can go do it. You can go through that six-month boot camp. And how rigorous was that? Was it like an all-day type thing? Like, was it, like, was it, could you work a regular job and do that? Or did you have to take some time off and just, like, pile down on it and get it done? There was a full-time option that was three or four months, and that was eight to five in a classroom. But I did the, quote, part-time option which was 15 hours virtual in class a week, but then there was 20 hours of work you had to do outside of class. And so for me, it did not feel part-time while I was working a 
40 to 50 hour right. time, real full-time job. And we also had a newborn while I was going through that class. And it was really like the worst probably six months of my life. And I remember just like having to finish all of this like medium to hard complexity work of which I had no skills as homework. And the, the whole point of it was get you up to being able to do those skills so you could get a job. But I just didn't have time to spare. I wasn't sleeping very well. I was working full time. And then trying to do this on top. So I would, I would have like a drink to get through class. And so I had to either decide, like I had inflammation, so my wrists were hurting, my ankles were hurting. And so I had to choose, am I going to numb my emotional pain with some alcohol or am I going to numb my physical pain with some like Advil because you can't have both right you'll rupture your lip so you don't want to do that it was like a really really difficult time and I don't know I'm glad I did it now because of where I am in the what I would also call the front slam yeah and and let's get to that do you is this your is this your yeah because you've gone through a lot of different career moves and is this one of the best jobs you ever had where you're currently at? So I'm a software engineer now and I would say the field is the best field that there is because I mean maybe besides being like a CEO right you're pretty easy I, I mean I'm not a CEO I'm the CEO of Chocolate Chat but <laughs> I mean is the, I don't know any other CEO <laughs> I guarantee you there's not one CEO that listens to this podcast. (laughs) I can promise you that, my friend. So it's flexible work. So a lot of companies are work from home or hybrid at least. So I get to spend way more time with my kids. I have way more time to exercise. I get to sleep in every day. I don't have to set an alarm anymore. I never set an alarm. I can log, log off work whenever I want and just tell them I won't be working today. And you know, within reason, but as long as I'm getting my work done and I'm showing up to my meetings, they don't care if I leave for a doctor's appointment for two hours or if I take my kids to something or I take them to daycare or pick them up. Everything's flexible. So the flexibility is great and then the pay is great. So I'm making more now, more than twice as much as my previous job than I ever have. And I'm like at the medium level. So like there's room to grow. Yeah, do you, with your current... So I guess when you go through that, that boot camp you went through, is that just like a certification type yeah. type thing? And so does that having that certification, does that allow you to like advance at, at the company you're at? Or are you, are you stuck where you're at? Or are you, can you advance there if you wanted to or if you had the opportunity? It's almost like the certification does, doesn't matter. Like I needed it to, to get my foot in the door, I think. But now everything's merit-based. So am I contributing like leadership skills, and I am. Is my code good? And it is mostly good. Clearly, because you still have a job. You're not fired yet. Yeah. So I don't need... I've thought about going back to get a master's, but I think that's partially just so I can become better at my job, and then it looks nice. But I don't need it to get a promotion, and I'm actually working on getting a promotion now, and I've only been with the company a year and change. Congratulations. Thanks. That's awesome. And so, like... I don't know. There's just, like, I can't find any downsides. It's just so great. I work. That's rare. I don't work as hard. 
so it's easier and I make more. It's more flexible. It's like, I, I can't think of any downside. Can I, when I apply, can I put you as a reference whenever? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I get a small bonus for everyone that I refer. Oh, you, you just, you, you literally just triggered me. And I don't know if I can talk about this, but I, I'm going to, cause I'm, I'm very bothered by it. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I mean, this is going to fire me, but I work for a school. We talk about this. And last year they instituted a referral bonus program, which was cool, like whatever. And so, um, so there was in August, you know, school starts August 14th. Yeah. I noticed that there is a early, by the way. yeah I know it used to be like early right but school. yeah but this is how we roll now I I don't know this is definitely what's wrong and we I seen that there was a a teacher needed so I asked our person who's like the head of our like our academic dean let's call call him and so yeah I said is this sometimes because sometimes with any company like they'll just leave postings up just leave them up just to retrieve resumes or whatever I said hey is that a legit need or or whatever he's like oh no man we're desperate we need I mean he's like this is August 1st, I think. We're starting school August 14th. Yikes. So there's a lady at my church who fits the role very well. So I call her, and she's um, she's never taught high school. She's taught higher ed. So she's her doctorate. And she's like, I just don't know if I... And so I, I spent like 30 minutes. This isn't one of those, hey, call. I spent like 35 minutes or more like telling her, hey, um, you know, you can do this. Like apply, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, you know, I get her... I get her motivated to apply. She calls, she calls the people, gets, she gets hired. She starts August 14th. So I say, Hey, just make sure you put me on the application as your referral bonus. And honestly, I don't know if I missed the memo of what the referral bonus was. I just thought referral bonus. Right. Yeah. So I email our, our HR person say, Hey, just want to make no, her name's my name needs to be attached to her application. She's like, yeah, yeah, shoot the you on there. I'll email you soon about the application. And Jay, I don't know why this has irritated me so much and why I'm so frustrated with this. So I get email back. And I guess this was like, well, this is like the official HR email of, congratulations, you qualified for a referral bonus. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm reading it through it. And it's like, referral bonus for full-time employees, 500 bucks. Referral employees for for. Part time, it's two fifty. Well, she's a part time, which is fine. Okay, two hundred fifty bucks for for basically, I'll call it half hours worth of work. Because sure. I because I, I really like it's like a lawyer salary. Like yeah, I mean, I really like went and um, like tried. You know, I I actually did some work. Like it wasn't just like hey, connecting. I, I yeah. talked her into it to applying. What I didn't know is you get the referral bonus 90 days after hire date, which is normal. Like yeah. that, I get that 90 days, but it's only half of the bonus. As I'm reading further down, it, it's, you get the full bonus if she's retained for the next school year. Mm. That's nonsense, right? Yeah, that's nonsense. Am I the only person like, and I hope, I mean, I don't think the lady from HR, but I'm not mad at her. I mean, I'm not mad at anyone. I'm just frustrated at this situation. But I guess I know, I guess I didn't. I don't even remember it. She and so like I was just like, wait a minute, like I like I totally get the 90 days. I mean listen, I would have been fine getting the full bonus after the at the end of the school year. Yeah. But what if the school doesn't retain her? What if what if she died? I don't know. I mean, it happens. Like then I'll I just don't know. So I'm getting half of two fifty. That's gonna be that's gonna be taxed. Yeah. 
And so I emailed her back. I was just like, hey, is this correct? She's like, it's correct. I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm not making a big stink about it except on the podcast. But listen, don't cancel me or fire me because of my opinion on – it's still a great place. I just – so I like – tweeted out the other day it's like hey what are people's referral bonuses at their jobs and I got like none of them are like a two-year waiting period so that's oh, that's the way it is right how much is it it's gonna make you upset yeah it's okay but how much is your referral well, bonus last year, it was five thousand dollars per person <sighs> and yet this year it's one thousand but you better believe i tried to get as many people hired did you did you get any i got zero. Oh man $5,000. I can't. You hire 10 people and make a nice little bonus on top. Probably your year's salary. Only making... You should cut that out. <laughs> Listen, every, no, I'm not cutting it out because here's the deal. I didn't get into Christian education for the money. I got into help mold young lives as I am working in the concessions. No, it's... it's worth more than... No, it's... Than the, it is more than gold. And then I... um. It's all good. Like I don't do this you don't for the money. No, I don't, man. So it's it's a, it's a blessing. Uh, anyway, yes, please, my employer. If this gets back to you, I'm not dogging you. I'm just dogging the employer or anyone in human resources. I, I'm just I was just frustrated, and it's okay. I'm I'm, I think I'm over it now. But um, yeah, I think this is just like talking it. I mean, I always talk about the podcast being very therapeutic for me. So do you feel like this is a place you're going to stay for a while? I really like my company. It's got a great culture, actually, and uh, the benefits are great. Yeah. But I, I did mention having a newborn while I was going through the boot camp, and that was also like a big deal because that was my second kid, and in four weeks, I'm going to have my third. Yeah, and this makes me mad, too. Not No, not that you're having your... Not that you're, no, I'm, I'm thankful that you're... Yeah, Jay, I like you. Your, your wife's awesome. You, you, ha, you give your kids great names. Like, I, I mean, it's... I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty stellar. Like, I'm, I'm not this... But here's what ticks me off. Why don't we tell the people your paternity leave? You know, the first, no, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk about this. My son was born in 2003... I was the, the company I worked for then, I was an hourly employee and I couldn't miss work. So if I miss work, I didn't get paid or whatever. So my son was born on a Thursday. My wife had a C-section, born on a Thursday. I was back to work Monday morning. So there was no such thing as stupid paternity leave. But, I, you know, I do, like, looking back, like, I think, I know my kids may have a different opinion, but I think for the most part I'm a pretty good dad. But I there are some times, like, I look back and I thought, yeah, I probably shouldn't have worked as much as I did because there's some there's some things I missed out on, and that yeah. that really makes me sad. And I'm trying trying to be intentional and like make it up now. And I, I don't think it's too late, but I'm just trying to like. And I think partially my kids understand it somewhat. I'm th- there's some things, but there's like times where I was like, man, I should have worked as much. But it was like you're at this. It's this rat race, right? So you're like yeah. circling to, to, to get the cheese, make the money, pay bills. And sometimes like, cause I wanted my wife to stay at home with my kids for a while. So I worked like, there's times I worked like three jobs. And so she has a, she has a great relationship with them. There's some days I'm 
not sure if they will. No, I know they love me, but I, and I do have a good relationship with my kids, but there are times I thought, man, I missed out on some, some things because of work or other things, but I'm thankful for the relationship I have with my kids. I'm trying to be more intentional now that they're basically adults. You know, my son will be 20 and then my daughter's 17. And so like now it's like every Sunday, you don't plan anything. We're sitting down, we're dinner, we're, we're spending time together. No limited phone time. We're just taking a few hours just to be together. So that, that's been my, my thing lately. So I, I do, like, I do respect the fact that you're, you know, your kids are littler. We're, we're two different stages in our life, of yeah. course, because your kids are little and mine aren't anymore. Thank God. But um, <laughs> I, I don't miss, I don't miss those days, but I, I do miss them, but then I don't. And you'll understand once your kids are older, but so that was my paternity. Like I got Thursday off Friday, went back to work. So you're working for this, we'll call it a worldwide company. We're not going to name the name, but you get. Well, let me say before I say the, the number is when I worked at the same school that you currently work at, I had to ask for a paternity leave and they came back with one week. And I was like, I'm disappointed, but I'm grateful for the one week. So I had a week. And now that's a staple here. That's that was the a, first one. That was a policy. Asked for it. Yeah, that's policy now that they're and that's why I say when I talk about like the school I work at, it for a and you know, we have a good enrollment, but we're not I mean, we're a mid I'd say mid sized we're a pretty decent sized Christian school, but in the grand scheme of things, we're treated very as well as, you know, they can. I mean, we're yeah. we're we're paid, you know, pretty close to some public school wages. Yeah. We are you know, they match retirement. They give us HS, HSA money. Yeah. The guys that, you know, do what they're supposed to do and procreate are allowed to have a week off. So, I mean, there's stuff like that. So there are some, like, really, you know, great, great things. So I'm a full, I'm a 12-month employee, so I get four weeks of vacation on top of all the, like, okay. today, like, it's for fall break. So there's, so I'm, I know I, I when I, like, kid around about the, referral bonus that's just me venting but i'm very i always tell people i'm very thankful because i've been on the other side and i'm sure you know your mom has because she's worked for small christian schools for a long time so it's like i i get it and i understand it so it's like i totally i totally get it and i'm I'm thankful to be here and the stuff you know they could have like after covid like a lot of companies skint back and they haven't like they haven't said oh, hey we're not giving you hsa money or we're not we're not matching for one k but so so I, I am grateful that, I mean, I'm sure there, there's people that, there's dads that have had babies here that are, maybe I'll call it the Yusuf rule, the yeah, J rule. Well, I'm happy for them too. But now that I'm at this company, we get, well, let me say, the, the, the birth giver is how they define it. The birth giver gets six months. Oh, man. It's, um, the first two months are short-term disability which is fully paid, and then they get four months from the company on top of that, so six months total. But the non-birth giver parent, which would include me right. as a non-birth giver, I get four months. That's insane. So I get the same, just not the short-term disability. So it's four months fully paid, and I can break that up however I want within a year. I'm going to take it all, all four months because I think it's going to be great, but I still get my four weeks of vacation on top of that four months. So I'm normally not a jealous person, man, but that's right. It is. Cause here's the thing. Here's what I would do. This is how I'm wired. I would probably like take that four months 
and at least like work somewhere else for two months just to make extra money. And so it's like, there's just things like I would do, like I would go substitute tea. I mean, there's just so much stuff that I would do that is like, like, oh, cause I always talk about like different side hustles. That, that was an episode of Chuckle Check, the, the king of the side hustle. And um, so I'd find something else to do. So I think it's cool, man. I, I like it that you're, I'm glad you're doing well, Jay. I'm glad I got to see you. I appreciate um, you coming in. You know, you took the day off for me, and you know that warms my heart. You, uh, you watched me befuddle a few things, and then we had to. They were right. Then we had to stop the podcast. To like we, that's all right. We stopped the podcast, and we like had to. Do, I had to do, go through a side chat for like ten ten minutes. So we were, we sat here and had a heart. We did have a heart to heart, and I look forward to when you're ready to talk about that on air because I feel. Like that certain scenario, I think a lot of my listeners would get. So yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you, I appreciate you. Congratulations on being a dad again for the for the third time. And I think um, I'm mad that you get four months off, but hey, I'm I'm not one to hate the player, hate the game, right? So, well, have any other career advice for people before we leave? I have no, I have no career advice. No career advice. No career advice. Jay's career advice is do what makes you happy. And what pays really well. And what pays really well. And it looks like you found both. Well, I get paid really well. <laughs> <laughs> the work's good. No, the work's good. All right, everyone. As always, I appreciate you listening. Uh, you can always hit me up on the Instagram or X, and that's at Chucklehead Chat. And you can always send me an email. I'd love whenever listeners send me email. I can't believe people take time to do that, but you do, and I appreciate it. And that's chuckleheadchatpod at gmail.com. Still looking for that listen in Antarctica. If you're doing research down there, please find the podcast, send it to someone. I'll be on all seven continents by then. Hey, everyone, have a great week. Enjoy the podcast. Tell everyone, give me a like or a dislike, uh, download, send the link to all your friends, and Thanks for thanks for listening and Jay, thanks for being here. Sure, thanks for inviting me. Bye, buddy. Bye.